Good morning, listeners. <laughs> this is the creative brother. And this is an intro into what we're getting ready to, what I'm getting ready to talk to you about, which is basically uh, the fact that you need to question everything on earth that you thought you knew. Because the, the vestiges of, of colonialism still stink up this place called Earth. And all of the lies and stereotypes and assumptions and all that stuff that you, you have been fed, you need to question all of it. I have already talked and done this podcast. <laughs> this is a precursor to what I've already talked about. So this is gonna serve as a, a gentle warning to my white friends and my white listeners that you might not, you know, if you don't want to hear history, if you don't want to hear my conversation from a historical, a historically anthropological perspective, I'm telling you now, don't listen. Because it's not angry black man. It is not. I don't have any reasons to be angry black man. Mm-mm. Life's too good for me. what it is 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 a reveal about my feelings about what we're talking what I'm getting ready to talk about and I use I talk about history of colonialism well the colonizers were white right there were some Asians but that was because they were doing it to get ahead of the whites that were going to try to colonize them so they had to do some colonizing themselves in order to prepare for that eventuality you know, that attempt. But let's just face it, Earth was colonized by your descendants if you are Caucasian. That's just history, honey. There it is. I got my honey in. That's just history. So this is serving as a precursor to what you're going to hear. You're going to hear history of your descendants, how horrible it still is. And how every time I go and raise the hood up on anything in this world, start doing my verifying, I find that it's bull crap. It's not what been fed. But at this point in life, of course, I'm not surprised. I've been do- going through this since I was nine and ten years old. And you'll get a chance to hear it in the podcast episode. But I'm warning you, if you're slurping your coffee, and you, you don't you want you like revisionist history because some people are listening to me because they want to be entertained. They don't believe it. They don't they don't buy into it. They just want to be entertained. They can take it. They can listen to a point a viewpoint. They don't share. They might be training. I do it. I listen to people that I don't I don't I'm not in alignment with uh, just because I want to hear their perspective and see whether or not I'm missing something, you know, typically not, but you still want to hear it. I do. I have some friends that are like, they shouldn't be saying that. Nah, 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 nah. And I say to them, they shouldn't be saying it. No. Now go, well, who are you to regulate opinion? Blah, blah. Goes, what about your opinion? Well, yeah, see. Okay. So with that said,
just a little precursor. We're going to talk about history from the standpoint of the colonial, the colonizers and those that were colonized. We're going to talk about uh, religion. Mm-hmm. And how it was used, how it was, how Christianity was used as a weapon and a tool to pacify, get ahead of the, you know, the invasions and all of that. It's going to be interesting. A lot of people are not going to like this. They're not. But the truth is, the truth is really sometimes hard to handle because it's going to force you to rejigger your value system. And a lot of, most people, they don't like that. They, they want to feel secure in who they thought they were before the creative brother started running his mouth. They heard it. Oh, my. Oh, I told my sister and my mother this, that I that I was, uh, you know, well, I didn't put that in the podcast episode, but I, I revealed to them that I'm not Christian, that I'm spiritual. They call me a heathen. <laughs> and they meant it. They, they meant it, too. And but they also were very afraid to get into a conversation on why I am that way. They didn't want to, mm -mm, no questions. Because they didn't want to, they didn't want their belief system to be revealed. And my mother's a menzen, smart, high IQ. She, mm -mm, that didn't mean much. That didn't mean anything. That other stuff, you know, fights against you. So with that said, have a listen. Thank you. Take care. Good morning, listeners. <laughs> I wanted to sound like a talk show host when I did that. Um, this is the creative brother. I want you to have a listen this morning. This is episode... 54, season 2, episode 25. There it is. We're going to have some fun today. All eight of you. I have two new ones. Thank you for coming on in. Man, eight now. <laughs> well, y'all think I'm joking. I don't have a ton of listeners. I had a ton, but I'm losing them. I'm shedding off. And I, I know why. It's getting tough. The conversations are, or maybe I'm getting boring. I don't know. But at any rate, I'm shedding listeners. But I'm going to pick them back up. Um, and I'm cool with that because the ones that are listening are listening. I want listeners. I don't want anything else. I, I can be judgy, but, you know, I'm a Sagittarian and I'm always working towards not being judgy, you know. So thanks for listening in. I think I have two new ones in the 30s. So, huh, okay, let's do this. Here's what we're going to talk about today. Well, you're going to listen. The vestiges of colonialism still stink up earth and you must question everything that you have been taught. Just period. I've been doing it since 10. Lies, lies, and damn lies are everywhere. Okay? That's, that's the, the thesis. And that's also the title of this episode. <laughs> oh, earth is still under the influence of colonialism, folks. Much of what you think that you know, much of what you think that you know, are lies. They just are. And it's past time for it all to be revealed and burned to the ground. Okay? 
Now, right now, we're watching Putin colonize Ukraine. That's what you call what he's doing. Everybody's making up their minds on how it's all working. I just see a man um, disengaged from reality that's following the, the Hitler playbook for colonizing your, your neighbors, you know, and it's white people. Let's just let's be honest. Let's just talk frankly here. You know me, listeners. I'm going to talk frankly. I'm not an angry black man by anybody's stretch of imagination. Got no reason to be, right? No reason. But I'm going to talk frank. If you can't handle it, all eight of you, drop off. But I know you won't. <laughs> I know you won't. <laughs> but it, it's shocking right now to the, to, to the white world. And people are... They don't even know what they're doing. They don't even know what, what they don't even know what their reactions are about. Listeners, we're bugs. We're part of the critter world. We we react and we do and react and all these things just like other critters. Now, you know, I do have some really, really, really intelligent people in my world, but I have fewer smart people. You ate. Y'all are the smart. And I mean it. Because you're listening. You know this stuff already. You probably don't know it the way I do. That's okay. That's why you're here. And while we're on this topic, I want you to invite me to your podcast. I've been meaning to get that out for a while now. You know? I want to be a listener. (laughs) I want to listen to others and what they're saying. And what what they're talking about. I don't want to just be a yapper. Right? Even though I'm stink tanky, I want to hear what you're talking about. What's in your head and rattling around since you were 10. You know, reveal yourself. I have revealed myself, you know, Superman. I just decided to quit walking around with the stupid human suits on and the glasses. Take it off. I'm butt naked because I don't need to wear clothes. I can fly. I don't need to wear clothes. Just look at my stuff, look at my junk and mm, make your decision and judge me. Whatever. I'm butt naked. I am. That's how I, that's the way I'm proverbially seeing what I'm doing. I'm taking off all my clothes and, you know, admit it that I'm in the 1% of IQ range on the earth. Who says stuff like that? You just don't say things like that. I revealed it. Okay. And there are some benefits. (laughs) There's some benefits to that. What I've also revealed is, is I have everywhere I, I've been all over, I have never had issues with anyone. I have never dealt with stereotypes like somebody confront me with their nonsense. Mm-mm. Now, the one problem I've always had, until, well, no, I've actually been very good at getting bumped up before it was software driven. Boy, I, I got moved up in the first class all over the place, sitting next to folks like that. Hey, how the hell? Yep. Bumped up. You paid, huh? Oh, man, you got to learn some stuff. Here's how you do it. Be nice to people. Ask them nice. First, you talk to them. Talk to them about them. How was your day? Well, when I get done with this, can you you need a soda? I'm going to go ahead and get a soda, get some stuff. Give me a sandwich. You need a sandwich? Y'all need some stuff? Need some snacks? No, I know it's expensive. I got it. The company's paying for it. Well, the client. The client's paying for your sandwiches. Just get a sandwich. Come on, now. I put it on the American Express. Get a sandwich and some water. You don't want juice. You don't want soda, all that sugar. 
You, you got to stand here in one place. You don't need sugar. And I would literally go and check in and go get the, the crew stuff, come back with $800 worth of stuff. <laughs> Give them sandwiches and stuff so I'll talk to them. And then I'd ask for an upgrade. But I didn't have to ask 80% of the time. Guess why? Somebody would be eating the sandwich and they'd be, t- I'd hear them clicking. Well, after a while, you know what they're doing. They're upgrading you. <laughs> they're, they're talking to you. The other folks are talking. Yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm hungry. I've been hungry. My ship's 30 minutes away. I'm, I'm, oh my God. Thank you. And you buy them good stuff. Turkey meatballs with stuff in there. You know, it costs $1,200. But you hear the little clicks. Then they just hang it up great. See, now it's all software nonsense. Oh, you know, you don't have enough points. No. <laughs> all that stuff. But people can do stuff for you by just being nice. I have been all over and been treated beautifully just because I engage people. I walk through the door. Hey! No, I'm not loud. I'm not. <laughs> maybe I can get there, but maybe somebody needs to tell me that. But no, I'm I'm muted. But I come in and start talking to the children and pet the dogs and everything. Can I pet your dog? And I asked first. Oh, I was lean down, look at the dog, and get low with the dog, and the dog come over to me. Then they're like, he didn't do that with anybody else. And I'll go, they don't know how to do it. You let the dog make up its mind on what it wants to do. You're not in charge of the brain of that dog. <laughs> you gotta let the dog use his own brain. So I engage people. It works. Now, is it a natural thing? Yeah, that's who I am. You can't feign, you know, being an engager. You just are. So it helps me traverse the world. But not everyone was given that nonsense or developed that nonsense. I see it every day. I read about people going through nonsense with other people. Just stepped onto some real estate and all of a sudden all hell broke loose for the person. And I'm thinking... What did that person do to, to get that other person to trigger? What triggered it? Did he act like prey or did she act like prey or what? No, it's just the way bugs and how critters are. There's something about you that you put something out there and people like it or don't like it. Magnetism or anti-magnet, attraction or detraction. Let's talk about colonialism and the vestiges of on earth and how it sucks and how if you don't have every day, if you don't have engager skills, you, don't, you shouldn't have special engager skills to be able to just be on earth and get along and be able to do stuff. <clears throat> but we're watching Putin colonize the world. It's white people colonizing white people, which is different. Have you ever heard anybody say it like that? Listeners, it is. It's white people colonizing white people in the modern times. Now, did that happen? Yeah, people conquer one another all the time, right? But it's been a while, Putin, just the second time he's done it. He did Crimea, white people. And, you know, I'm looking at the news and I'm like, this is, they're not even showing war. It's showing aftermath. They're not even showing real war. They're just showing Ukrainians running. And I'm going to be honest with you. I just turned 60. Try to bomb my neighborhood. See what happens. I'm digging in. I ain't running. I'm going to get my neighbors. We're going we're gonna to neighbor up. We're going to come after your ass. We ain't going to wait for you to come to us. Because history says you take the skirmish to the knuckleheads. 
You take chaos to them. You don't let them bring chaos to you. Oh, hell no. That's my third cuss. I'm, I'm going for a record. You take chaos to the, to, the chaotic, to the chaotic people. You give them your version of chaos. And you put a mother hen in there with grandbabies. Oh, my God. Sociopathic grandma. Everybody's getting ready to die now. Oh, yeah. She's been held back all her life. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. I can just see that. We have to hold her back like a racehorse. Can't put her in the gate yet because she's going to kill herself. <laughs> no, Mildred. Don't do it. Don't do it, Mildred. That was an ode to my grandmother. Her name was Mildred. Oh, my God. That's biblical. Okay. So, anyway. All these folks running from the Ukraine. I saw some men in there that qualified. You know, they were old enough. They left with the babies and the children. I just wanted to take my Jim Bowie out and throw it at the screen. Now, you need to keep your ass in Ukraine and die there protecting your country, old man. What the? How do you come back home to the men that stayed and fought? A bunch of them are old men, your neighbors. How do you come home to that? and have a drink with your buddy who stayed and can tell stories about running from the bombs and stuff and might have lost a finger or something. Here your ass is sitting there trying to have a drink with him. Are you going to celebrate him? He might knife you. Oh, yeah. The Ukraine's been changed. That whole entire thing. Earth's been changed. White colonizers. (laughs) To me, it's interesting as an anthropologist because I know this is... What we're seeing is just history, okay? But my first point is this. Everything that I have gone to verify in my life, I found was a lie. There was a story behind that story. Everything. Everything. There's always a damn backstory that you had to go find out. Uh, who tells these lies? The people who stand, the people who, the originators. Here's a little list of stuff I wrote down. This is going to be interesting for you. Podcast not going to last that long. I want to be short and intense and I want you to go, oh my, he's right, but oh. Inventions. Especially American inventions. Inventions everywhere there were, you know, there were, it was where they were, it was colonists. If there were inventions that came out of a, a colony, just know that the white man that says he did it, he did it, he lied. He did not invent that. It was a slave or a colonized person who did it, and they took credit. Yeah, vanilla that you eat every day and all these foods, vanilla. The white man that said he, he didn't. And now we're just finding not where the world is. The world is just finding out it was a slave, one of his slaves on the plantation that figured out how to pollinate the vanilla plant or the, you know, so it could, so we, they could make vanilla. So the plant could grow into the, you know, could grow the pedestals that would produce the, the stuff that we use and you scrape off. Otherwise, vanilla plants, you could grow them all over the world, but they could, they didn't pollinate. They, would, they didn't have the proper, you didn't have the bees there from where they, you know, where they were from. So everybody was like, why won't they, why? Idiots, right? Idiots. The people who were from there knew that, but the, all these other idiots, they don't know. So slaves figured it out. 
And then the white man got credit for it for a hundred and something years, 200 years, maybe more than that. Who knows? Until somebody questioned, looked underneath the hood. Oh, what the hell? And they found out it wasn't him. So all of these inventions that you know, I did a podcast episode on that. The one person I didn't put in there, because listeners, I'm just not a negative person. So it is, it is a stretch for me to walk on the road of uh, where you're calling out people. Now, I can call your ass out. That's the fourth cuss, especially in your face. Oh, I, yeah. Don't, you don't want to go mano a mano with me unless you are Bruce Lee or some stuff and I don't have a weapon. But if I have a close, if I had a weapon and you're Bruce Lee or King Kong, I'm gonna, we're going to have a conversation. If I have a way to neutralize your butt, we're having a conversation. I ain't scared of you. I'm just not scared of humans, period. Just not scared of a human. I don't care. I've had to go up against dudes way bigger than me on the field and everything else. And typically I would win unless it, was, it wasn't Shaq now. <laughs> I didn't get to that level. That would have been difficult. You know? <laughs> but or the, yeah, anyway, I'm, let me get off the exaltation crap. But question everything, inventions. Here's the one guy, when I hear his name, my, my skin crawls. Benjamin Franklin. When I hear his name, my skin crawls. When I look at the, you know, the money with his face on it, my skin crawls. That's why I don't look at money. I just spend it. What is this, a 20? Oh, here we go. I don't look at the faces. Can't stand the faces. Sorry. Can't. Can't stand those faces. Why? Liars! All men are created equal. Really? Except for slaves? Yeah. Here we go. You still listening? <laughs> Benjamin Franklin has gotten credit for half of everything. Flew the kite during an electrical storm. Blah, blah. His slave who grew old with him Invented all that stuff. Print and print. All of it. All of it. He was a genius of the highest order. And from a little boy, Ben Franklin, that slave was already grown, was a little older than him when he was a boy. He took Benjamin Franklin by the hand and guided him through his life and made that man into who everybody thinks he is. You got that, listeners? Now, the Europeans listening are going, oh, my God, I don't know what that, really? You didn't study American history. Well, if you did, you didn't study real American history because the Americans didn't even study that. <laughs> and now they're trying to revise, already revise history. These idiots. Now, I will call people idiots. That's my judgy word. Is a, you know, that's Yiddish, right? But inventions. And here's what I want you all to do. Just sit down one day and just go through everything. Just pick a topic and go and, and question it and go look at and see who really did it because people are starting to reveal these things. They're becoming, they're, they're getting revealed, but not all of them. Science. You know, I, you know, I'm a STEM kid, grew up. I'm in the STEM world. Science, math, discoveries. Inventions, science, math, discoveries. All lies. Very few of the white men given credit for them did actually did it. Now, you know, I do have my heroes. One of them is my great grandfather, Todd Anderson. Okay. 
that's one of my heroes. I only have a couple. Okay. Um, Leonardo da Vinci is a hero. I have a, I have his book. I got a little book of his stuff kind of displayed for people when they come up and look up. If they look up above my cupboard, they'll see these books above the cupboard. But I don't know how many people have looked up and seen the books, seen these books of art by Leonardo da Vinci and some stuff about Einstein. Einstein's my other hero. He did what he claimed he did. Leonardo da Vinci did what he claimed he did. Okay? So my heroes are people who did. And I have some women in there too. I ain't gonna get into my list of heroes. People I really, really respect for their accomplishments and you know and all of that. Who did what they claim they did. Einstein had to learn the higher form of math that he learned in order to come up with E equals MC, e equals MC squared. He didn't know the math. He solved some stuff about gra- gravity and all of that. And then he didn't know how to do the math to get to the, you know, to put that E equals MC squared together. He had to learn. There was one other guy that actually did, that everybody thought was gonna get there before Einstein. He didn't get there. Why? Because everybody followed the same human path to, they followed the obvious greasy, greasy path, you know, and Einstein didn't take that path. He kept thinking. He kept thinking. He knew that that was not, he just had a feeling that wasn't the path. So he just kept thinking. And remember, he had to learn how to do the math. The other guy already knew how to do the math. I forgot the guy's name. So he just made some assumptions that were incorrect and easy to make, obvious, and he didn't get there. Einstein kept going, and we have E equals MC squared, okay? So the people I respect from history are the people who did what they said they did, you know, for, you know, on behalf of mankind or something, right? Now, here's another one. The whole none, the whole exaltation of how America was quote unquote discovered. It's a lie. Lie, lie, lie. Okay? Sure, the first Spaniards that showed up to rediscover what was already here with millions of people in it, the the Europeans rediscovered America. Wasn't the first time the Europeans had been to America. They have all sorts of relics of Nord relics in Mexico that are thousands of years old. People figured out how to get from point A to point B and they forgot. They got stranded and forgot how to do it. (laughs) How'd we get here? They didn't write it down. Oh, gugga bugga. So people have lost their lost technology, all kind of nonsense. I mean, so here's what really happened. The Spaniards came here, you know, and they had technology, the, the natives didn't. And then they realized the biggest thing they realized was they drugged their diseases with them. They dragged them in from Europe. They had um, a certain amount of, um, you know, thousands of years of having it in their systems. You know, their biome, their gut biomes were walking around with that stuff and they were fine, you know. But the, the, the natives didn't have protection against those germs and all of that. And very quickly, 
As soon as the white people showed up, hell, the, the village was sick. They killed the village. They brought these they brought these germs in with them and started touching and breathing on people. And they killed people from just breathing on them. And of course, you know, there's the, there's the, there's the, you know, conquering nonsense too. But how many people did you bring with you on those ships? You ain't, you're not, you're not able to just run through and conquer everybody. That's not what happened. It was disease. So when they went back to tell everybody what they found, I know what they did. They told them, well, you know, a lot of these folks died from just us showing up from disease. I think we can go over there and conquer them way easier than it took to conquer Europe. Just breathe on people and kill a few of them, but mainly just breathe on them. We ought to be able to just walk through the lands, breathe on everybody and kill them. That's what happened, listeners. (laughs) Mexicans, what is now Mexico, that territory, when the Europeans showed up, the white skins, you know, this is the pink skin, this is Star Trek, you know, Star Trek, right? You know, I'm, I'm a Star Trek and Star Wars. When the pink skin showed up, there were 18 million what we call Mexican uh, natives, Indians. 18 million, estimated, estimated. 18 million. Guess what number were remaining after I I think 50 years of European invasion. And it wasn't because of, uh, you know, we conquered them. It wasn't that. It was because of disease. And it was a strategy just to walk through. You know, walk up to, you know, right? And those that wouldn't kill you from fighting, you just try to pacify them with the missionaries. I'm going to get to that next. Oh, yeah. So if you're a religious whatever, you might want to finish slurping your coffee and move on from this one if you, if you can't take this one. I'm getting ready to crush you. But it went from 18 million to 3 million over 50 years. I don't know about you, listener, but that's, that's a devastation. Okay, that's a devastation. Imagine how you could look on the out into the whatever and see people, see smoking in the evening, see all these, um, uh, you know, life, right? And if you live long enough, you know, you're a child, now you're 70. You look out in that same horizon, you don't hardly see anything because they're all gone. They're dead from 18 million to 3 million. That's ridiculous disease. It was not conquering. So that's a lie. Okay, a lie. All over South America, Central America, that happened. Now they're starting to find out why the Mayas and the Incas and all of this, you know, got decimated. It wasn't because they lost to the Spaniards. Are you kidding? It was disease. That was the biggest uh, 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 enemy was disease. There it is. The truth is being revealed. It really is. Uh, women. Hmm. Now, women and their suffering has have not been relegated just to 
white men. No. Mm-mm. You can't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But the weird part about white women, and this is uh, the Creative Brothers, this is really an opinion. It's not think tanky. But it is based on history in my reading. It is odd to me that a people, white people, who hold themselves very highly as being long, you know, we've been, we've been, you know, you know, genteel society, long than everybody. No, you haven't. That's just you making your, that's, that's your exaltation. That's you exalting yourself. But for a people, for an ethnic, an ethnic group, Caucasians, white people, to make the claims that they do of how far along they are, you know, and 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 their society and their thinking and their evolution, it is really damn bad how white men treat their women. Poor, very poorly, very poorly, very very poorly. So if you're listening and you don't agree, do your work. I've done my work. You're you're just being emotional. I'm an anthropologist. I have the I have the his I have history. Um, the entire fact that white women couldn't vote until 19 whatever, they were right down right down there with black people and everybody else on what they could and could not do in this country. And this is Americans, right? Relegated to the house, taking care of the babies. Really? Well, hell, my brain's bigger than his. Look, he keeps screwing up. I'm supposed to just sit here and watch that? Oh, my God. Now, remember, I was raised by women, so my perspective is totally different from a man raised by, with a man coming home uh, at the end of the day acting like he, you know, he's all that. I have been at the houses of my friends when the dad come home and the temperature changes in the house because he come home now. Mr. I think I'm all that, and he ain't all that. Like, what the? Everything changes. Everybody got to act a certain way now because dad's home. I used to say, I used to tell my mother and grandmother and my friends, you know, I'm so glad I'm being raised by women because the worst thing I want to have is a man that sucks is my dad coming home trying to act like he's all that. King daddy. And he sucks. Bad job. Tiny house. No money. No respect from the neighborhood. Yeah. And believe me, this is not relegated to just the community I lived in. That's just men. Most men suck. They ain't doing what they could be doing. And the families are paying for it. There it is. Now, I'd, I'd like to debate men on that one. You, listener, if you disagree, contact me. We can have a lively conversation about that one. You will leave with an education you haven't gotten before about my study of men and how this earth needs to be turned over to women. It's their turn. So women have suffered under men's thumb. That is a, it's just a lie that they are not stronger than us. Who has the babies? I think Earth would be like one third the size it is with humans if we had to have the kids. Because look at the last president. He's just whining like a baby because they lost an election. Whining while telling everybody he's strong. <laughs> I mean, that's what men do. Exaltation and lies. So... I want to move on from this one because I've opened up some can of worms. Again, let me finish. 
White women in this country, in America, are not where they ought to be. And it's because they've been held back by their own dads, husbands, brothers. I talk to men about this, not like this, but I, I, if I get into a conversation with a man and about something like this, and I'll ask him, you know, you, you take care of your mama? You look after your mama, you make sure your mama not suffering from the hands of some man that they don't know what to do with that. How about your sister? Do you know if your sister's suffering at the hands of some idiots out there? It's your job to go stick a knife in them. And I get this hesitation. We ain't thinking like that. We can get into these stories about what I've done on behalf of my sister. Some of the stuff she doesn't even know. Well, all 99% of it, she doesn't even know what I have done to keep mofos away from her. And they're like, well, it's not true. Yes, it is my business. Yes, it is. What are you talking about? Before I cut your throat. Oh, I... Anyway. <laughs> I don't want to reveal stuff. Might be illegal. But uh, anyway, let's get going. Point number two here. I'm at 30 minutes and I'm not even... Oh, my God. This is the thing you can't do in 10 minutes. Religion. I did a, stu- a study on based on this colonialism stuff years and years and years and years ago of what ethnic groups are the most religious and I cross-referenced it based on colonialism you know you have the colonizers which were white right and then some colonizers were Asian because they wanted to colonize in order to keep the whites from colonizing them you know the, the, the lesser Asian states Japan did that okay um and then you had uh, the Caribbean, you had Africa, and all that stuff. So I did a cross-reference of what ethnic groups, you know, how deeply are there is their faith based on the colonizers. I thought the colonizers wouldn't be that much, wouldn't be that religious, because I know that hell, um, Christianity might be made up. It might all be made up. It might all be made up. Okay, don't you yeah, put your skirt up. <laughs> And I went and re- looked at it again for this podcast episode just to re- have another look. Um, religion, more specifically, Christianity, was used as a weapon to pacify people before colonizing them. Sometimes they didn't even need to colonize them because they just they believed in Jesus so much they just didn't even go through the, the other parts. People today are still naive about it all. Slaves, ex-slaves, the, the descendants of former slaves like American black folk. Them some Jesus-loving rascals, aren't they? First thing they do, get power to God. Score two points. Let me get power to God! What, what the? Really? Did you? Okay. Was Jesus in the layup line with you? What the? Okay, give it power to God. Ex-descendants, descendants of slaves, South Americans. Oh, they loved them some. They loved them some uh, 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 Catholicism, right? And the Pope run through there. And he's from South America. Oh my God! Oh, just I look at that. And I just see a bunch of grasshoppers out in the street. Asians. Oh, this is funny. You know the ones that got colonized, like the Philippines. Oh my God! Christians. And got treated poorly by the Spaniards. 
Oh, you kidding? I mean, brutal. Okay. Love them some Jesus, though, boy. And then the Caribbean. Not as much, but yeah, they love them some Jesus, too. Now, why? Well, they got pacified. And then you have many, many, you have, um, you know, people die and live and have babies and stuff. Generational. They don't know what, why it all had started. They just are born into their nonsense. Now, here's a funny thing about me. I'm spiritual, deeply, from the universal perspective. I've studied religions. There's 7,900 religions with 10,000 variations in between them. I have a podcast episode on that. And if you believe that you're going to have an afterlife, I already said it. God's a game developer. That's what you're saying when you're saying you're going to die and wake up somewhere else. You're just saying God's a game developer. And this is all a game. So it's not even real. That's what you're saying. That's the logic that comes out of what you say. If you believe in God and you believe there is an afterlife, you're just saying God's a game developer. And this is all, it's all made up. There it is. Now, <laughs> here's what I tell people when we have this conversation. Because they're shocked. They're like, they don't know what to say. It's just questioning everything. They get ready to go to church tomorrow. Go to car rehearsal or whatever. First thing they say is, is, okay, but what if you're wrong? And I'll go, well, if there is an afterlife, here's the one I want. I'm choosing mine like you chose yours. And then I'll go, I'm, I want to travel the universe. I just want to go and see all that I have been told that exists. I don't know if it's, if, I don't know. I know the people telling me that are liars. They don't know. My brain's bigger than theirs. Bigger than 99% of people. Why should I listen to the 99%? Mm-mm. I'm supposed to be one telling them what is. And here I am today telling you all. Question everything. Make up your own afterlife. <laughs> Make up your own. My afterlife is, is if there is one, if there is an afterlife, I just want to travel the universe to, to, to verify what I've been told is, is the deal. I want to verify what is. Okay? And I want to go to all the different, uh, I want to go to heaven, see, check that out. See, they'll go to the pearly gates and stand out in front of it and go, okay, you can't get in there, right? Well, yeah, actually, you can. You can get in. You were a Christian. You, you, before you weren't one, you can get in. You, you pass the test. Get on in there. Eh, can I get out? Mm-mm. Nope. I just look through the gate. Hey, Grandma. That's my grandma. Oh, my God. Mildred, over here. <laughs> Then I head off and go see the Muslim, you know, the Islamic version. And go see all the all the virgins and stuff and see how that's working. And just travel through the universe going and checking out religions and stuff. You mean that one? Oh, that didn't... They don't have that? There's that part? Oh, that part? Well, wait a minute. If they pick it, can't they be it? Yeah. Well, where are they? It's not really a place. It's just a thought. It's just a, men- a mentality. It's in your heart. God's in your heart. God lives in you. They didn't figure that out. <laughs> they didn't figure it out. 
God is in you. This book didn't say it was a physical thing. It's in you. The spirit is in you. There ain't no way to gain no heaven. But if there is, you just got to go out there. Whatever. So I just, on earth, religion was used as a weapon to pacify people so they can be colonized. That's why I'm not religious. I'm not going to be part of this fraud. It's a fraud. 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 I'm saying it. I haven't said it like that. (laughs) But it was made up by humans. Now, if we find out that there are others, now I'm a space guy. It doesn't, be, it doesn't mean that I don't believe that this is all a game. It's all a, it's all a game and that, you know, the game developer set all this up. We have a lot of inconsistencies in our science, folks. Those that are not STEM people, not space people. We have a ton of inconsistencies that we can't align in in the math and in what we can see because there's a such a thing as spooky at a distance you know two objects that are linked together some kind of way or another massive down to the down to the atomic why are they linked together this is how we're going to figure out how to transport solving that's going to get us to transportation it is spooky at a distance we're going to have to if and who's going to figure it out I believe it's going to come from someone out from the never wear from the never the never reaches we have to include more people who are not being included into what we're doing on this rock there's just not enough people being included and being risen up my AIC center yesterday I was I was breaking down yesterday the details of what the center, you know, the activities, right? What it, what it is. And outside of the big stuff that, you know, you can see and look at, what are the smaller things that we're going to be set up for? Well, you know, we're going to have creative, creative spaces. Creative spaces for training, music, you know, people, STEM stuff. There's creative spaces for the locals. The locals. Because... Right now, it's all about school. You know what you sign up, then you go. You you can go go to school and learn to play the trumpet, you know, or whatever. My son learned to play the percussion. He was a percussionist. I didn't learn music in school. And you can go and do all these other things. But outside of that, if you don't have that, then it's based on what your parents or whatever can do, will do, are aware of for you. Or what you do on your own, which is what a lot of people figure out, right? I'm creating space, creative space. And I'm also hoping to have the largest virtual reality content development studio in America. Probably won't be able to get there, being that, you know, you got Meta and all these other well-funded companies. They're going to be my partners. Some of these well-funded VR um, developers... One or two of them are going to be my partners. They're going to give me some money. They're going to invest in this effort and make money with me and cram all. We're going to cram their. I'm going to teach them some stuff. They don't know this yet. They think they're genius. They ain't met me yet. I have taken off my Superman clothes, right? And I'm getting ready to. Listeners, there's nothing better than the 
me, black man, showing up with my stuff, showing up and very gently, you know, and progressively work the room. And when I get done, everybody's leaning in. There's always a one mofo who has issues because he or she, you know, has, uh, they got some stuff going on with them. Uh, who knows? I don't care, right? But I get 90% of people to lean in when I come into that room and we're talking seriously, okay? Then they realize this mofo got some stuff and you have to do it gently, right? They decide they're, they're gonna listen to you. They make up their mind they're gonna buy into you, right? But there's always the mofos, one or two mofos, the 20%. They ain't gonna do it, oppositional for whatever reasons. I can feel the temperature in the room. This is what the universe gave me. That Russell Crowe stuff, up or down. I can feel the temperature of humans. I just can. I can feel whether or not you're with me or not. It's a zero or one situation. You see the, you know, make the connection in the, you know, we, we keep going with the electricity through the wire or you break it with that zero. We no, no flow. No flow or continue flowing. And with that said, that's why I'm telling you. Me revealing this to, you know, to all of you is a big deal. Because some people are listening. They're going to reject what I'm saying and reject me. Bye. <laughs> we'll see you later. Okay? Bye. I may, have, I may be down to three listeners now. I don't care. Again, I'm only interested in the listeners. Not the emotional stuff you know and again what is this about question everything everything's a lie till you make it out not to be okay so the descendants of slaves all of South America the Caribbean and Asia let's talk about the ethnicities that believe in God (laughs) 61% so it says of white people believe in God Okay, but when you look at the, the, the size of uh, the folks that don't believe at all or don't know, it's about 16%. Black folks love them some damn Jesus. 83%. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now, when it comes down to two, uh, that don't believe in God at all, 2%. They, this is how they, this is how, not why black people were so, were colonizing the way in which they were a whole freaking continent. Cause they bought, they were pacified. Well, they, they, they lost war. Well, first off you had slavery. So you had black people helping white people be rid of their enemies and you 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 carved out half of Africa, right? It's like 18 million people got enslaved. 30 something million people got enslaved. 36 million or something like that. It was just ridiculous. Until so you took, so the very best among, and what happened was the kings were doing it to one another. So they were getting their enemies enslaved. Royalty. That, a lot of royalty in Africa got enslaved because the enemies set it up like that. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. But when I looked at the numbers and saw that 2% of black people or less don't uh, don't believe in God, that I laughed because when I've told some black folk I don't believe in that I don't that what, what's the word I'm looking for? That I question it all. I don't have a I'm not an atheist. I just question it all because I, I know humans made it all up. So I just question where they get it from. <laughs> That's what I question. Where, where the first people who made this nonsense up? Where'd they get that from? Out their heads? Or were there, or, is, or did the uh, game developer, you know, have, have some game, de- you know, stuff that, you know, showed them some stuff they ain't, they ain't showing us? Okay. I don't know. But black folk uh, have bought into this. They, they, they swallowed the, 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 oh my God, they swallowed that hook. Now, Latinas, same thing. Only about 6% of Latinas don't believe, Latinos don't believe in, and I say Hispanics, but it's Latinos. Um, 6%. Now, Asians? I mean, wait, then I started putting in the other numbers. 19% of Asians, well, 21% of Asians don't believe in God. 21%. That's the largest group. For whites, it is, what, let me see, it's 15. Asians, 21%. Why? Well, if you're an anthropologist and you know what I know about colonialism, they didn't get colonized. They were the least colonized group. Right? There's a whole lot of Asians, right? You start begging. That's the largest group of people on earth, population-wise, Asians. Biggins, the, the Indians, the Indians, the Bangladeshis, and the uh, Pakistanis, those are all the same people. You put them together, it's, a, it's as many of them as there are a, a Chinese. Okay? There are. That's where the bulk of the people are in those four countries. Those four countries make up the bulk of humans on earth. They could decide to wipe us all out. If they just came together, and I wonder why they hadn't done it. Like, why? What are they? Okay, anyway, that's another podcast episode. So, yeah. Here's what it comes down to. Here's my findings. If you were colonized, you believe in God. A lot of, you know, you are whole, you bought in. Black people, 83%. A, uh, uh, Latinas, uh, 70, oh my God, 80-something percent. Uh, others... 80-something percent. Whites, not so much. They're the colonizers. I mean, Eastern Europe, that's Greek Orthodox. They're not Catholics. You kidding? And there's a ton of um, um, Muslims in in Eastern Europe. But then there's a whole lot of whites in Eastern Europe. They don't believe in anything. They don't. They weren't colonized. They were conquered. They weren't colonized. They weren't. They weren't pacified with uh, with Christianity. Christianity is mostly a pacification tool. When you take out all of the people who were fed Christianity through uh, uh, as part of being pacified with missionaries, you have very few people left who just bought into it on their own. 
I mean, we're down to a percent. Less than 10% of the world bought into it on their own. I mean, really? More like five. Missionaries showed up without guns. They showed up with Bibles. Same thing. Worse. Pacification. Caesar. Here's what I think. Let's just get down to it. <laughs> Let's just get down to it. I'm almost done here. Here's what I'm. Here's what I think. This is interesting. I think it all starts with Caesar, with the first Caesar, Augustus, that allowed Christianity to be um, legal. I believe that it was what it was. You know, this, the, the story that had been told with Jesus and all of that. I don't know if that is actually true because they don't have any proof. And find everything else out. They find the case where Muhammad, you know, met uh, Gabriel and wrote, you know, wrote the Quran. They know where that is. Right. They have the tablets. Proof. There's no proof Jesus, Jesus even lived. None. None, 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 none. Okay, but we can figure out everything else, but can't figure out how the originator, you know, all the other religions, the originators, we know the stories. We can verify them. Why not Jesus? Why can't that be verified? Why is his life unverifiable? Why are we reading books written by other people? You know, his disciples and not him. His words are not in there. They are paraphrased. I decided at nine, 10 years old, that wasn't enough for me that I'm reading paraphrased words from other people. What did he say? That's why I question it. So I believe it's a story. You know, it's a story that started off as local and it just, like everything else, it just grew into something. It just grew. And then Caesar, Augustus, the first one, allowed what was a movement to be uh, legal because a man of war as he was, right? He realized that everybody who was, who it seemed like were, they were pacified. They were more easily conquered. The Jesus freaks. So he came up with the idea, maybe we ought to just, you know, let it use it as a tool to pacify the people. We don't have to kill so many of our citizens trying to conquer them. We can pacify them. They came up with a strategy, pacification with the missionaries. And then, you know, that was the Roman church. So the Roman church was made legal. It was always there. They made it, let it they legalized it. Then the Greek Orthodox church was formed. And then they had competition. So the Romans wanted to, because they're Romans, they went to the Caesar. Well, you know, we need a little hierarchy. And the Greeks said, screw you. We'll just go off on our own. And they did. That's that story. That's the story there. Did you know that? I said it in the last podcast episode. So I believe that the Roman Catholic Church worked with Caesar and came up with a strategy as part of taking over the world. Remember, the Europeans had a, had a big to-do conference on that. But early on, they didn't have missionaries, right? They just, Caesar realized it was a, a war weapon, pacification, and he uh, let it go. They got the church going, and then some, you know, years and years went by. They realized it's a, it's a pacification tool, 
And then when they had the European conference on conquering the world, they inserted missionary, the missionary step into the process of conquering the world. Send out the missionaries with Bibles first, pacify them, get them some Jesus. Then the ones that don't buy into it will come in and kill them. Easy. Step one, step two. It was way easier than they thought. They went into Africa and conquered. Then they pacified wherever it worked, Mozambique. Yeah, Zimbabwe and others. They didn't have to fight them. They pacified them. It's a weapon. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I, I'm not wrong. Mm-mm. I'm right. I've been thinking about this since I was 10. 50 years. I'm just now finally telling my truth. It's interesting that it's March 10th, 2022. I'm finally telling my truth. All of it. All of it. I've never told my entire truth at one time. I'm doing it today. There it is. So let's finish. All of these countries, like as an example, India, Pakistan, and Bangladesh were all one country. They're not anymore. China, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Taiwan were all one country. They're not anymore. Central American countries were all, you know, it was a bunch of Indians divided up. Africa, Ethiopia, and Eritrea were all one country. The Kush of Sudan. Great, great, great uh, 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 society. Reduced to rubble. All right, I'm done. I've said enough. I want you all to think about all of this. Um, question everything you have been told. Understand that your descendants were pacified and your faith is not what you think it is. The truth today has been revealed. What are you going to do now? Have a good day. We'll talk next time. Thank you.